0: Once again, you can't believe a damn thing you see in the polls, that the polls are completely fake once again, which is good. Ringing liberty and truth. This is Freedom 1570, KDIZ, Golden Valley, Minneapolis, St. Paul.
2: Breaking news this hour from townhall.com. I'm John Scott. Attorney General William Barr has been defending the aggressive federal law enforcement response to civil unrest in America during a hearing before the House Judiciary Committee. The panel's ranking member, Ohio Representative Jim Jordan, says there's no need for Barr to defend anything.
3: I want to thank you for defending law enforcement, for pointing out what a crazy idea this defund the police uh, policy, whatever you want to call it is. And standing up for the rule of law.
2: In his opening statement, Barr said that violent rioters and anarchists have hijacked legitimate protest, ostensibly linked to George Floyd's death at the hands of Minneapolis police. Barr adds that violence in Portland, Oregon and other cities is disconnected from Floyd's death. New York City police say 303 department vehicles have been vandalized since George Floyd's May 25th death, causing nearly $1 million in damage. The department said that 14 vehicles were a total loss because of fire damage. Also at townhall.com, with coronavirus cases continuing to spike in parts of the country, several states are running short of ICU beds. While Tennessee is being warned that it is on the virus cusp.
4: White House virus task force leader Dr. Deborah Burks was in Nashville warning leaders there's a surge in cases. She's urging all Tennesseans to wear a mask, stop going to bars, and limit indoor dining. Tennessee's Republican governor vows he won't mandate masks and won't shut down the state economy again. Mississippi's reporting there are no available ICU beds in nine of its major hospitals. I'm
2: Jackie Quinn. U.S. home prices grew more slowly in May. The S&P CoreLogic Case-Shiller 20-City Home Price Index rose 3.7% in May from a year earlier, a drop from a 3.9% increase in April. On Wall Street, stocks are lower now. The Dow is down 93 points, the NASDAQ off 49. More on these stories at townhall.com.
4: I know that on those tablets Mr. Moses brought down is the commandment to not covet. But I'll confess, my neighbor and his lawnmower is making it tough. He's got this stand-behind, ride-along space shuttle that covers probably three times more space than my trusty old lawn boy. So, when we have who mows the fastest races, which are completely fabricated in my head, he has some impressive advantages that I just don't have. And at our Faith and Family Mortgage team, we're blessed to have a pretty special advantage of our own, and one that could be a big deal for you. Our team is lucky to be an arm of a bigger company that is a direct lender, which means our company gets to use its own money and make its own decisions within its own walls, an advantage that often allows us to get you a better rate, saving you monthly and lifelong money on a refinance or new home purchase. We are United Faith Mortgage.
1: United Faith Mortgage is a DBA of United Mortgage, Gore 25, Neville Park, Road, New York. Licensed mortgage banker. For all licensing information, go to AnimalistConsumerAccess.org. Corporate Animalist Number 1330. Equal housing lender. Licensed in Alaska, Hawaii, Georgia, Massachusetts, North Dakota, South Dakota, or Utah
0: sunshine in mid 80s today thanks for tuning in to freedom 1570 ringing liberty and truth like it matters radio is coming up next and uh, be part of the here to help campaign all this week you have a chance to make a tax-deductible gift to the salvation army to have an impact for families right here in the twin cities what we raise here stays here big thanks to uh, legacy wealth today for us uh, supporting a match that we have and a big thanks to fro and shoot commercial real estate for supporting this as well Thanks to generous support from our friends at Legacy Wealth. Your gift to the Salvation Army today is matched. Due to COVID-19, the Twin Cities is seeing a major rise in food insecurity. Provide peace of mind for our neighbors by stocking the Salvation Army pantry and supporting food distribution here in the Twin Cities. Your gift goes twice as far when you give now at freedom1570.com and click Here to Help. The Here to Help campaign is supported by Frau & Shue Commercial Real Estate.
2: It's time to Stand With Israel. Sebastian Gorka here, inviting you to register for a life-changing trip to Israel December 2nd to 11th. Join me, my friend Mike Lindell, and hundreds of patriots on the Stand With Israel Tour, a journey to the Holy Land to get first-hand insights into Israel's fascinating past and promising future. On the Stand With Israel Tour, history, culture, and faith will converge right before your eyes in a truly remarkable country. I'll take you behind the scenes to explore over 40 iconic sites during an all in 10-day tour this December. We'll pray at the ancient Western Wall, sail the picturesque Sea of Galilee, float on the Dead Sea, explore modern Tel Aviv, and much more. Best of all, we'll be together with like-minded supporters of the nation of Israel. Reserve your spot today and travel with me on the Stand with Israel tour.
0: Secure your spot today for the Stand with Israel tour at freedom1570.com. That's freedom1570.com.
3: Welcome to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, like it matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am your blessed radio host, your radio life dial, and you can call me Mr. Black, your life dial, your life caddy. Life dial, I could be a life dial too, or life caddy, just dial me up, whatever you need. Uh, and you got John spinning this music and dropping the drops, and you got Black just speaking from the heart and speaking from the head. And man, uh, I am stirred up. You know, you are on the radio with a stirred-up black man because I'm just awed. I'm just awed at the ignorance of the world. And today I want to talk about that ignorance. And today's show is called Cause and Effect. Because, man, are people ignorant to the fact that in a system, when you change one thing, you affect the whole system? Have you not seen, what was that movie, A Butterfly Effect? Remember the movie Butterfly Effect? When you go back and you change one thing, then everything changes. Or or Back to the Future, where Michael J. Fox changed one little thing. And as he went back in the future, so much changed. Cause and effect. Parents, children need to know the rule of cause and effect. And yet so many people think that their actions... Are independent of any consequences. One of the biggest farces in today's world is we remove consequences from people. Well-intentioned parents remove their consequence. I saw an article. I think it was in Minneapolis or maybe it was in Austin. Um, a 14-year-old girl was throwing rocks at a cop during one of these riots or protests, whatever you choose to call them. Uh, and the cops had arrested. I mean, they—they. They, uh, it was a felony. You're—you're you're injuring a police officer. And I didn't read the whole article. I was so turned off by it. But it said the the, the parents of that 14-year-old who was there with her throwing rocks and do all kinds of stuff uh, fought with the cops for arresting their daughter. Be, see, I mean, again, there's no cause and effect. My kids learned early on that for every cause, uh, uh, for every effect, there's a cause. There's something comes from it. The two are connected together. You know, I remember a story. Uh, about Emmett Smith and uh, uh, Michael Jordan, Uh, two people I look up to, I think are great businessmen, great athletes. And back in the 90s, Emmett Smith reached out to Michael Jordan to learn about business from him. Mike said, no problem, and set a meeting in place. After they met, Emmett asked, how come we don't have meetings like this more often to learn and do business together? And Mike responded, well, what did you have to do to get this meeting, Emmett? And Emmett said, well, I had to call you and asked for the information, and the Mike responded exactly. If you had not done that, we would not be sitting down talking about business. And Michael went on. He said, "You were humble enough to ask, meaning you were willing to learn. I cannot teach someone who is not willing to learn. You have to have a fertile mind before seeds can be planted, or you will never learn. As the saying goes, when the student is ready, the teacher will appear. See." Emmett Smith knew that Michael Jordan had been successful. Like a lot of athletes, he had made a lot of money. Like a lot of athletes, he had made a lot of fame. But unlike a lot of athletes that a year or two after they're done playing, they are dead broke. Uh, they're on skid row or they're or, or in jail. I mean, it happens a lot of times. Michael did something different. That his success off the court was parallel to his success on the court. And so Emmett Smith made his decision that he was going to seek out to find out what were the causes, what caused Michael Jordan to be a successful 20, 30 years after he finished playing basketball. See, that is what we call cause and effect. Has an equal and opposite reaction. If you don't know, that's actually called Newton's Law of Motion. And it explains that physical law has a relationship with all mechanical actions. In essence, all energy of force and motion will have an equal and reverse energy of force and motion. And the same can be said for interpersonal communication, including leadership. Equal and opposite reactions. That's Newton's third law of motion. By the way, I, I'm just looking this up. I love this radio show because I get to learn. It's not just about you learning. I get to learn. Remember, it's inspiration, education, application. By education, I do not mean the learning of mere facts, although I do like to learn facts. i got to be honest with you. But I want to help you learn how to process, learn how to connect dots, learn how to continue to expand your unlimited plasticity, which is your brain. And I get to do it as I'm teaching you. So Isaac Newton's second law of motion describes what happens when external force acts upon a massive body at rest or in uniform linear motion. What happens to the body from which that external force is being applied? That situation is described by Newton's third law of motion. And that's where it states what I just said before. This is the third law of motion. For every action, there is an uh, equal and opposite reaction. That is what cause and effect is. And until we understand that, we'll never, never, never start doing things different. See. If we remove the consequences, see, if we violate this law, and if I remove the consequences from my children, let's say they make a poor choice or uh, purposely make a bad choice, if there is no consequence, if they don't see that there is a cause to what they did, something happens, then why would they do something different next time? You've got to get this. This is like our God. God the Father. Think about this. Our God does not remove the consequences of our choices. He loves us through them. He walks with us. He carries us. But he does not remove the consequences. He just walks through those consequences with us. Why? So that we will learn to make better choices. To get different consequences. This is so important. And unless we understand that, that we are a system, we are part of the human race, it is a system. We got a body that is a system. We got a, a community and culture that is a system. And that's why you always hear me use one of the presuppositions of NLP, the law of requisite variety, right? The law of requisite variety is not only a, preposition, a presupposition of NLP, it's also fact. And it states that the system or person with the most flexibility of behavior will control the system. It is also the first law of cybernetics. The individual with the highest amount of flexibility of behavior will have the most influence on the system. That basically means the more choices you have, the more freedom you feel and the better quality of life you can have. That's what ties us into that word that we talk about a lot, causality. Right? Causality. The relationship between cause and effect. The principle that everything has a cause—that's what we're talking about today. Because at some point you got to pay the piper, right? And again, so I looked up where did we get the phrase "pay the piper" from, and what it means is to face the consequences of one's actions. Because for every action, there's an opposite reaction. And "pay the piper," right? You know that is around the 1680s, and many sources suggest that it comes from the story of the Pied Piper of Hamlin, right? The story that the Pied Piper takes place in the 1200s, the town of Hamlin, had a rat infestation. And the story of the Pied Piper takes place about, like I said, about 1200. A man in colorful clothes offered to get rid of all the rats for a fee. The town agreed. The man played a pipe to get all the rats to leave the town and drown themselves in a nearby river. When the Pied uh, Piper came to collect payment, the townspeople told them they would not pay. The rats were already gone, so they had no reason to make good on their debt. And as revenge, the Pied Piper played his pipe to get all the children of the town to follow him away. Now it's unclear what really happened, but by the way, even though the story of the the rap portion of that story is fictional, historical records do show that this town lost its children at that time. We don't know why. So ladies, today, ladies and gentlemen, I should say today, we're covering the relationship between cause and effect on Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters. We'll be back in three minutes.
4: Between the stimulus and the response, there is a space, and in that space is your power, your freedom, Dr. Victor Frankel.
0: Limitless access to liberty and truth. Listen to Freedom 1570 with our free app, your smart speaker at freedom1570.com or with iHeart, TuneIn and Radio.com. We live in the Twin Cities and defend liberty nationwide. It's the Here to Help campaign supported by Frau & Shoe Commercial Real Estate. Your $25 gift will provide a meal, a shower and safe place to sleep for a neighbor in need. Click Here to Help at freedom1570.com.
5: Parkinson's disease is a neurological movement disorder affecting an estimated one million Americans, including many under age 40. The American Parkinson Disease Association is the largest grassroots network in the United States, working to help ease the burden and find the cure for those coping with Parkinson's. Visit APDAOptimism.org today to find out how you can help millions live with dignity and optimism. Your action today will help APDA put an end to Parkinson's disease.
3: This is Scott Black of Like It Matters. As many of you know, I have been helping people to be the best they were created to be. COVID-19 has accelerated changes that I have been considering for some time now. Many more people need to receive the benefits of Leadership Awakening. please consider becoming a monthly partner at likeitmatters.net. Give today at likeitmatters.net. And by the way, Like It Matters Leadership Awakening classes will continue. Check out the schedule at likeitmatters.net as we build our training for those suffering from the challenges of poor mental health. God bless you.
0: I encourage every citizen watching this to look into your own heart and find the American courage that conquers all evil. I implore you to listen to this message and stand up, take back your streets, take back your country. Come forward with information about these heathens that have terrorized your community. And for those who would use this message as a way to create false racial division in our country, take a close look behind me. Standing next to every cop is a leader of our black community. This is not about race. It's about right versus wrong. One last message to the gremlins. You don't like the things I've told you tonight? I got one thing to say. I'm easy
3: to find. <laughs> I am Mr. Black, and you're under construction on the Like It Matters Radio Network. I, too, am easy to find. Hey, John, would you just tell again, who is that guy that we just listened to?
1: That is the, let me find him here, that's the St. Landry Parish Sheriff, the St. Landry Parish Sheriff, has got to be uh, Louisiana.
3: Well, awesome, what a sharp man, what a sharp man, he's speaking the truth. Today on Like It Matters Radio, we're talking about cause and effect. Uh, man, it is so important that every action has an equal and opposite reaction, it's actually science. That is, uh, I think, the third law of Newton's law of motion. There are three laws. Newton, you can't get any more scientific than Newton. Remember Isaac Newton? The law of gravity, remember? uh, Apple falls off, tree hits you in the head. Huh, I wonder what's going on. It's called gravity, brother. It's called gravity, right? Because gravity's number one job is to hold people down. Anybody get that yet? (gasps) yeah we got to seem to have a lot of gravity going crazy right now because there's a lot of things working to hold people down right now, and so today we're going to talk about cause and effect so important, and everything we do or not do is driven by a belief system. Some of you got to get this. Some of you are missing this huge, huge thing I keep saying: everything we do or do not do is driven by belief. Right now, there's a battle for our beliefs. There's a battle for the minds. We always say there's a battle for the hearts and minds. Yeah, but man, it it really I get to your heart through your head. Sometimes I get to your head through your heart. It's the ultimate double helix. It's emotional intelligence. Using the power of emotion and the power of reason. Not one, not the other. Not to walk on one leg or to see with one eye when you have proper use of both. But it's to merge the two together to rise up to become all we were created to be whether black or white or yellow or but it really does start with a bs it's a bunch of bs and if you don't understand the belief systems that are running your life then you're not running your life you are at effect you're not at cause your beliefs are the cause and the effect are how you respond unconsciously to feelings you have in your gut that are based on back beliefs, way back there, that are unconscious, that are causing irritation by what you're seeing, hearing, feeling, or doing. That's what's going on. And so it's a battle for the mind. It's a battle for the reality of what's really going on. It's a battle for, uh, of data. I'm going to be honest with you. Let me. I'll share an article with you July 14th. Stunning. Texas numbers show COVID-19 less lethal than the last two flu seasons. We don't want to get data to interfere, facts to interfere with our feelings because right now you got to be so afraid. Now please, there's a real virus out there, okay? There's a real virus. And if you're over 60 and if you have comorbidities, in other words you have another condition already, just like with the AIDS virus, the AIDS virus uh, weakened your immune system. And so people that would get a cold or your normally body would heal from it, die from it because your immune system's weak. So if you have a weak immune system for comorbidities of overweight, o- obesity, or, or uh, uh, bad blood pressure, or uh, diabetes, whatever, you need to be cautious. You need to stay away from people. If you're over 60, you need to be cautious. You need to stay away from people. But outside of that, the rest is fear-mongering. Uh, whether you like to believe it or not, there's only one way uh, for Joe Biden and his team of people to get elected. And that's for chaos to be going on in this country. That's for the economy being shambles and for chaos. And so whether you like it or not, you got systems in place that are going to do everything they can to keep the schools closed and keep you freaked out about coronavirus. And it's going to happen until the election. I'm going to tell you right now, there's going to be blood in the street after the election, no matter who wins. The media is setting up perfectly. The Democrats are setting up perfectly. They're already telling you that Trump's not going to leave if he loses. Uh, you know, he's not going to honor the election. But already, look, they're still arguing about an election four years ago. But yeah, we're wondering if Trump's going to accept the outcome of the election. They haven't accepted the outcome of the election four years ago. But now Trump's – it's just crazy. But people are so – Let's see if it pays off for him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I hope it doesn't pay off. If it pays off, we're all screwed. You know why? Because precedents have been set up. Any behavior reinforced with a positive outcome will repeat itself. Remember, we're talking about cause and effect. But So let me show you the figures. though. So this is data. This is released from the health department. This is not politics. The coronavirus was actually less lethal than the flu in the state of Texas. The flu had a mortality rate of 0.03% and 0.04% respectively in the last two years, in 18 and 19. The coronavirus in Texas has a mortality rate of 0.01 in Texas. What? I'm looking at the data right here. Yeah, I'm looking at the data right here. And here's what's interesting. The flu in 2018, there was 164, of uh, 65,000. 000- 35,000 were positive. There was 11,900 deaths, so 12,000 deaths, okay? Seasonal for 2019 uh, was 193,000 tests, uh, which was 30,000 more than the other one. Uh, Positive was 4,000 less. Now, we did 30,000 more tests, 4,000 less, and deaths were about 2,000 less, 10,000 versus 12,000. So for COVID-19, six months, 3 million people tested. Did you hear that? There weren't even 200,000 in 2019 tested. 3 million people tested. Wow. Yeah. 250,000 positive. Okay? You ready for this? Deaths. 3,112. Whoops. So, yeah, so say for half a year, now for 18, 12,000 people died. For 19, over 10,000 people died. And for the six months this year, 3,000 people have died. So I want you to see here, and a lot of those people that died were elderly because they were put around conditions. I mean, it's not New York or it's not, you know, Michigan where we stick old people in nursing homes and put COVID people around them, right? So you got to realize what's going on. There is a cause and effect. But here's the thing: if they can get you to believe that you're going to die, if they can get you to believe that this hasn't been handled right, if they can get you to believe management, then guess what you're going to do. You're going to be scared, and you're going to vote for Joe Biden because Joe Biden's going to save your life. It's just crazy, people. It's not true. Let me give you an example. I have a lot of people that I am very intimate with, close with, deep relations with, a lot of people of color. So I have this woman, a graduate of mine, Muriel, I'll just give her first name. She's from Virginia. When I did a class in Virginia, she reached out to me when I was coming to Virginia. She an uh, elderly woman, she's probably in her 70s, uh, and she said, hey, I need something, I heard about this. Now she has no money, she's on a fixed income. So like with thousands of people over my lifetime, I said, listen, don't worry about it, I'll take care of it. Meaning, not only will I not pay uh, charge her for her class the $2,000, but I paid for her hotel for two nights, I paid for all her meals, I paid for all her materials. It was over $2,000, I'd never met this woman, she's a woman of color in her 70s, it changed her life. Changed her life. This was about a year ago, eight months ago. She has stayed connected to me, and so she reached out to me, and we were talking this morning, and she was just loving on me and telling me how she's so saddened by all this Black Lives Matter stuff, and she said she marched to the real civil rights movement. This is not the civil rights movement. There's no God here. There's no Jesus here. There's just hatred and animosity, and and she's going off, and I'm like, whoa. But she said, you know, I know my black history. And she started telling me all these black inventors. And she said, you know, the first person who made the refrigerator was black. And she went through this whole list, and she goes, by the way, she goes, the first person to do a blood transfusion was a black man, and then when he got in a bad accident, he was injured so bad, and they wouldn't even give He was at a white hospital, and they wouldn't even give him a transfusion. I'm like, what? Man, when I hear stuff like that, it rips my heart out. And so I want you to know. Being the person I am, I actually went and did a little research before the show. I know this stuff. And so, the guy's name is Charles R. Drew. He was a black surgeon who pioneered techniques for preserving blood plasma and saved countless lives during World War II. Later he became medical director of Freedmen's Hospital in Washington, D.C. in 1950. And he says, quote, while driving three other black doctors to a conference in Alabama, Drew fell asleep at the wheel. The car swerved and rolled over, breaking his neck and crushing his neck. Now, listen to this part. This is important. According to legend, he desperately needed a blood transfusion, but doctors at a hospital in Burlington, North Carolina refused to admit him. and He died. And she told me this. Muriel. She told me this. uh, And he wasn't even, he was at a white hospital, wasn't treated. So I started doing research. And this is from uh, straightdope.com and also from blackinventors.com. Okay? So... Said, quote, the story is told in several Black History books uh, and has been reported by Dick Gregory, but it's not true. It's not true at all. Drew didn't receive a transfusion because his injuries wouldn't permit it. He had a superior vena cava uh, syndrome. Blood was blocked getting back to his heart from his brain and upper extremities, Ford said. To give him a transfusion would have killed him sooner. Even the most heroic efforts couldn't have saved him. I can truthfully say that no efforts were spared in the treatment of Dr. Drew. And contrary to popular myth, the fact that he was a Negro did not in any way limit the care that was given to him. As a matter of fact, Mr. Gregory, Dick Gregory, who was with him, said it's not true at all. He said he interviewed one of the passengers in Drew's cars. He said we all received the very best of care. The doctor started treating us immediately. There's also the same thing about blues singer Bessie Smith. She, too, supposedly bled to death after an auto accident when a white hospital refused to admit her. Again, this website, straightdope.com, that's, written, that's run by black people, said absolutely not true. Why does this matter? Because everything we do or do not do is driven by a belief, and these beliefs are put out there to separate, to keep us fighting each other. we got to keep hope alive and push the lies behind us. I am Mr. Black. We'll be back in three minutes.
0: Was it over when the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor?
4: Here's what business owner Ken Johnson had to say about the impact Like It Matters Leadership Awakening had on his employees.
3: Since then, they have been on fire. They have been committed as a team, absolutely changed. They are energized in a way that
0: is is off the charts, different and better than we ever had before.
2: First of all, best investment I ever made. Secondly, we decided to reduce our investment in some other areas
3: so we can reinvest that money in more people for this experience every single person has been thrilled with the results and myself included
1: change the course of your life go to likeitmatters.net and click on schedule to register for the next leadership awakening class in dallas fort worth august 20th through the 22nd that's likeitmatters.net leadership awakening we don't take applicants only commitment
4: In a lawsuit, a little extra liability protection can go a long way. Call Pamela McCarthy, agent at the Pam McCarthy Agency, Inc. A personal liability umbrella policy from American Family Insurance offers a million dollars or more of coverage over and above the limits of your auto and home policies. And it's affordable. For details, contact Pamela McCarthy, agent at the Pam McCarthy Agency, Inc. Call 651 460 3333.
0: American Family Mutual Insurance Company, SI, and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin, 53783. Come to the Gun and Knife Show, Saturday, August
1: 1st and Sunday, August 2nd. Buy, sell, and trade new and used antique and modern firearms. Gun and Knife Show at Anoka Ice Arena. Please practice social distancing. Go to crocodileproductions.com for COVID
0: and show info. Join the Freedom Insider Fan Club during July and register to win a copy of our Regnery Book of the Month, The 21 Biggest Lies About Donald Trump and You by Kurt Schlichter. Join today by visiting freedom1570.com.
3: This is Scott Black of Like It Matters. As many of you know, I have been helping people to be the best they were created to be. COVID-19 has accelerated changes that I have been considering for some time now.
1: Because normally protesters have a, some kind of demand, right? There's something that would stop their protest, because you know, maybe a policy change. But that never happens. Even when Portland defunds their police, it doesn't stop the mob. They continue because it's power that they're after. Most of the actual fighting will
3: be done by small robots. <laughs> oh, man, John, that makes me laugh. I am Mr. Black, and you are under construction on the Like It Matters radio network. Boy, if you look out in the street, it's absolutely true. Most of the fighting is done by small robots. <laughs> little drones. Little people who can't think for themselves. And that's why John and I show up for an hour a day. Well, John gets paid. I show up because uh, the other reason. But I actually, I show up because I want to help you think. Thank you. you don't have to agree with me. You don't have to think like me. Please get this. Well, man... <laughs> Remember United Negro College Fund back in the 80s? They had this incredible commercial. They showed this young child... Who, who, who is a black child who, who wants to learn but can't go to school because they're black. And the whole concept was the mind. What a terrible thing to waste. United Negro College Fund. That is still in my head. And I agree. I don't care if you're black or yellow or blue or white. We all have an incredible mind. We've all been gifted with God's. See, see, we are made in the God class, people. We gotta get this. In the beginning, God created. I tell people to stop right there. Because our first introduction to God is as creator. And then if you drop down 25 verses to Genesis 1:26, it says, Let us make man in our image, unto our likeness. Don't you hear what God's saying? We're going to make man in the God class. We were made to create. That's why you got to get the, the a cause and effect, the, the, the continuum there. Because everything we do or do not do is driven by a belief. It's the ultimate cause and effect. Everything we do is driven by a belief. And if you believe white people hate you, how do you think you're going to act? If you believe black people are out to hurt you, how do you think you're going to act? If you believe you're walking on the street and there's a group of people, whatever skin color, wearing whatever clothes, whatever length of hair, is going to hurt you, how do you think you're going to act? And no belief is by itself. There's a structure of underlying beliefs. Like with abortion. If you are pro-abortion, then you have to believe. There's hidden beliefs that are built into that. You have to believe that life doesn't begin till sometime after the birth out of the canal. Otherwise, you would be committing murder by ending that pregnancy. So see, with each belief, there's underlying beliefs that are unconscious. And you got to unpack your beliefs. Why? Because everything we do or do not do is driven by belief. That's why the media is controlling you. That's why they refuse to cover news that in any way won't put Donald Trump in the negative. In any way makes Donald Trump look like... Let me give you an example. All these cop shows that were canceled uh, after George Floyd was murdered. right? All these cop shows. Why? Because a lot of those cop shows like Live PD and all those... They make cops look human. How they bad? show the goodness of cops. They show the struggles of the humanity of being a police officer. And that is not a message that the Democrats want out there, the Democrat, the media elite. They do not want you to have empathy with cops. They do not. So they've got to remove anything. They've got to take Chase out of uh, you know Paw Patrol. Let's attack Chase. Let's get rid of all cop cars uh, that are in Lego. Because, see, don't you see the the system called the world is out to make you hate cops. Why? Because there is much to gain in racial tension. There's much to gain when our cities are rioting if you're not in control. This is all about getting Joe Biden elected. And here's the problem. If this works, it is set in stone for the rest of our existence Because any behavior uh, that gets a positive outcome will repeat itself. Your dog knows that. Your horse knows that. Your cat knows that. Your spouse knows that. Your kids know that. Any behavior reinforced with a positive outcome will repeat itself. It is the ultimate essence, the foundation of the cause and effect relationship. I told you. Yeah, I told you before the break, I reached out to Muriel. She's in Virginia. She, I don't know. And If you're listening to Muriel, I'm sorry if I'm getting your age wrong. She's probably about 70. She went through my training about a year ago. She was listening to the show or found out me some way, reached out to me. Of course, she's on a fixed income. She doesn't have the $2,000 plus to go to my training. So as I've done with thousands of people, and I got to be honest with you, the majority have been people of color. It just happens to be that way. I've, I've given probably thousands of people of color free classes. Who I paid for their hotel, paid for their meals, paid for their training. Send them the word of God every single day, seven days a week, 24 hours a day. Make myself available to them. So when some loon out there calls me racist because they don't like something, I say, I don't let them define me. My, my fruit tells you my root. If you want to know the root, you got to check out the fruit. And I got 30 years of fruit all over the place. That I know who I am. I know what my I believe. I don't need you to define me. You can't define me. My God defines me. My work in the field over the last 50 years defines me. You don't know me, so why? how dare I let you define me? This is the whole relationship with cause and effect. And so Muriel was telling me about all the great black inventors. And she, right as we get on function. she said, well, even the guy who did the first transfusion was black. And matter of fact, he created the transfusion, but then he got in a bad accident. Uh, and when he was ready to die, the white hospital refused to give him a Now, she's not racist. She spouts off about all these lies. But here's a lie that she has. And I looked up at two different sources, and these are quote, urban sources, these are people who look like people of color run these, uh, and it says absolutely not true. The story is told in several black history books, it's still reported, and has been repeated by Dick Gregory, among others, but it isn't true. Morris, who wrote a book, spoke with Dr. John Ford, one of the pastors in Drew's car. Remember the guy, uh, his name is Charles R. Drew, black surgeon who pioneered techniques for preserving blood plasma and saved countless lives during World War II. He was the one that's credited with the blood transfusion. And he said, not true at all. He was driving three doctors to a convention, uh, to a conference he fell asleep in, and he wound up dying from the car accident. But his pastor with him, Dr. John Ford, another black man, said, we all received the very best of care. Ford said the doctor started treating us immediately. Drew didn't receive a transfusion because his injuries wouldn't permit it. He had a superior vena cable syndrome. Blood was blocked, getting back to his heart from his brain and upper extremities. Ford said, to give him a transfusion would have killed him sooner. Even the most heroic efforts couldn't have saved him. I can truthfully say, this is the other doctor, his pastor, his friend, a black man, said, I can truthfully say that no efforts were spared in the treatment of Dr. Drew. And contrary to popular myth, don't you hear it? Myth, you need to watch the original Muppet movies. Oh, myth. And every time he says myth, uh, you know, Miss Piggy would pop out, right? He said, contrary to popular myth. The fact that he was a Negro did not in any way limit the care that was given to him. Now, in the same thing on StraightDope.com, it says, The Drew story is similar to one told about blues singer Bessie Smith. She, too, supposedly bled to death after an auto accident when a white hospital supposedly refused to admit her. The alleged incident, which occurred in Mississippi in 1937, was even the subject of a play by Edward Albee. But as Morris notes, though the whole truth will probably never be known, it is certain... It is certain she did not die this way. Morse's efforts notwithstanding, I'll bet these macabre legends won't die for a long time either. And that's by Cecil Adams at StraightDope.com. You got to get, we're being fed a bunch of lies to stir you up, to build hatred. I mean, you got to know, China's in the middle of this. So this is from Gordon Chang, reaction uh, from Houston Chronicles. So... Gordon Chang reacts to a Houston consulate order. China is deliberately stoking racial tensions. China is funding this. China is feeding this. China is stoking racial tension in the United States. Fox News Asia analysis Gordon Chang stated Wednesday. Chang pointed out the reason the State Department said the Chinese consulate in Houston was ordered shut this week was that it was involved in intellectual property theft and because they wanted to protect the information of U.S. individuals. Also, this is big also. There are stories that this consulate had links with protest groups in the United States providing financial and logistical support. Can you believe that? So the Chinese are now feeding this as well. And why does it matter? Because the Chinese are in bed with the NBA. The NBA should be relabeled Chinese National Basketball Association. It should be CNBA. CNBA. Because if you notice the whole hoopla, the, the Chinese, uh, there are billions of people, and the NBA sees that as ka-ching, dollar signs. Uh, and the NBA is so sold out to China. I mean, they attack Popovich and all these other people. They attack Trump like he's an enemy. But they coddle up. To the Chinese, even LeBron James wanting to protect the Chinese. You can't say free Hong Kong. Remember, they got taken off TV because one of the coaches supported the protesters in Hong Kong. And so, with the shirts, remember the shirts on Black Lives Matter, you could put kill cops, you could put free Detroit, you could put free Chicago. But you know what? They would never let you put on that shirt. And we I, I'll show you the clips. If you don't believe me, reach out to me. I'll show you the clips. I'll send you the articles. You can't put free Hong Kong on there. What? You know what you can't? Yeah. You know what you can put on the back of your NBA shirt? Trump sucks. Gross. But you know what you can't put on the back of your NBA shirt? Z sucks. See? They're in bed. And here's the thing. Did you know that black people make up 14% of the populace? but yet they make up 80% of the players in the NBA? Nearly 80% of the players in the NBA are black. The league has the highest percentage of black players of any professional sports. By the way, 70% of African-American men comprise the NFL. Think about that. While the majority of NFL players are black, the NFL fan base is 83% white, 64% male. And yet black population is 14%. So I wonder if there's going to be a Rooney rule. I mean, I can't believe the racism in the NFL and the NBA. Nobody calls it on it. How could only 14% of the population take 80% of the jobs? Maybe the next time the NBA is going to hire a black player, they should first interview two white players. Ouch! Did he say that? Sure did. Sure did, because there's a cause and effect to everything. I am Mr. Black, and we'll be back in three minutes. If things look bad. It looks like you're not going to make it. And you got to get mean.
0: I mean plum mad dog mean. Because if you lose your head and you give up, then you neither live nor win. That's just the way it is. Watch your enemies. See them driven before you. They the a lamentation of the women. Over the line!
1: We are all in the construction business, constructing memories, relationships, new ideas, and a legacy that will outlive us. Life is best imagined as a construction project.
0: Hey, can we get that
1: bag?
0: Get $5,000 of James Hardy siding for just $2,500 through this special offer from Archer Exteriors in this station. There's just one half-price James Hardy siding offer available. Go to this station's website, click on the More tab, and half-price offers, or call the station now.
1: details at likeitmatters.net
4: We're all mad. Where's that taking us?
1: It's sad that governments are achieved by the double tongues.
3: It is ominous, but we can change it. I am Mr. Black, and today on Like It Matters, Ray, we're talking about cause and effect. This hour of power, give me an hour of your time and I'll help you expand your thinking. I'll help you uh, expand the plasticity of your brain. I'll help you become a better thinker, which makes you a better human being, which makes you a more, uh, a, a more plausible figure to go out there to open your mouth and speak. Ladies and gentlemen, we got to confront the lies. It was Jesus Christ who told us that the truth will set you free, but it was Charles Garfield that said, first, it's going to make you miserable. But you know, pain is a great motivator. You know, pain's a great motivator. We get pain so we move away from things. You know, the uh, the guy goes to the doctor, he has pains every time he does something, and he says, doctor, every time I do this, it hurts. And the doctor says, then stop doing that because of cause and effect. Now, what's happening? We used to say over and over, I've been in the political arena since my 80s when I was in college at University of Nevada, Las Vegas. I was a cheerleader for the rebels. Uh, and we used to say back then, the, the, the philosophy of this classroom in one generation will be the philosophy of government in the next. And we've been hearing about all this privilege and all uh, people are segregating black people. Now, black people are segregating themselves. So There's all black graduations, meetings only for black reporters. Uh, just the racism is mind-boggling. Remember, racism is a term. You don't get to steal my dictionary. You might get to have your own map of reality. But you don't get to make truth relative. You might be able to make your truth relative, but you can't make the truth relative. And so whether you like it or not, there are effects with this negative type of thinking, this beliefs. So i got to share two articles. Rutgers alters grammar rules for non-white students to stand with Black Lives Matter movement. So now here the underlying belief is now having proper grammar is a white thing. And my concern is all these belief systems are telling black people that you're stupid. I mean, I can't believe how black people think other black people are so unintelligent. How could, that's You can't be any more racist. Racism is using race as a determining factor. If I like you or don't like you because of the color of your skin, I'm a racist. If I hire you or do not hire you because of the color of your skin, I'm a racist. If I vote for you or do not vote for you because of the color of your skin, I'm a racist. And here's what's happening. Rutgers University English Department declared that proper grammar is racist. It says, proper grammar encourages students to develop a critical awareness of the variety of choices available to them with regard to micro-level issues in order to empower them and equip them to push against biases based on written accents. What? What the heck is she saying? The school's English department will alter its grammar standards to, quote, stand with and respond to the Black Lives Matter movement. The department head said that the program will hold workshops on social justice and writing, will increase the focus on graduate student life, and incorporate critical grammar into our pedagogy uh, pe- Pedagogy—that's a good word—in the wake of George Floyd's death and resulting calls to end racism, police brutality, Walkowitz added that the New Jersey School's graduate writing program will emphasize social justice and critical grammar. So it's not really a writing program; it's just going to be called a writing program. It's going to be a social justice program. Now, by the grace of God. Speaking up, somehow denounce the movement as insulting and racist because it assumes, quote, minority students can't understand correct grammar. All this stuff is basically saying that black people aren't as good as white people. That is an insult. I mean, I want to go out to all these black successful people out there and ask them uh, why they couldn't succeed on their own, why they needed the white man's help to to accomplish anything. That's what you're saying. That's what you're inferring, that all these successful black people out there didn't make it on their own. They had to have pity from the white man to make it on their own. What an insult. It makes me uncomfortable just saying what you're inferring. Remember, below every belief system, there are supporting belief systems that are unconscious. And without those supporting belief systems, you couldn't have the belief system you have. The idea that expecting a student to write in grammatically uh, grammatically correct sentences is indicative of racial bias is asinine. And this is from speech pathologist Leonidas Johnson, a black person. The idea that expecting a student to write in grammatically correct sentences is indicative of racial bias is asinine, he says. And he says the um. It's like these people believe that being non-white is an inherent handicap or learning disability. That's racism, she says. It has been very clear to me that those who claim to be anti-racist are often the most racist people in this country. And by the way, the, the same university recently made headlines after a woman's gender and sexuality studies professor, this woman, said, F each and every Trump supporter. While lamenting the disproportionate toll the coronavirus has taken on black lives. She says that even opening the economy is to kill black people. Yep. She says, quote, I feel like most black people are clear that it's utterly absurd. She's speaking for all black people, just so you know, that it's utterly absurd to push its to reopen the country, is all about a gross necropolitical calculation that is black people who are dying disproportionately disproportionately from COVID. So all those people that want the economy to open up, are our real motive is to kill black people. That's what she's saying. That's it. That's all we want to do. We don't care about living. We don't care about paying our house payment. We don't care about keeping our business we've had in 30 years open. All Nothing. we want to do is kill black people. That's it. I mean, come on. That's what she's saying. Supporters of President Trump, she says, quote, are literally willing to die from this cluster F COVID response rather than admit that absolutely no anybody other than him would have been a better president. See, it's all about Trump. Every time you doubt that when I say it's all about Trump, I read articles from these people and they always end it with it being about Trump and you know the natural museum of american uh, the natural museum of african american history and culture has been accused of racism after releasing a whiteness chart do you know what the history to celebrate black history i mean the museum to celebrate black history you know what it thinks about black people that you aren't rugged individualism now, that's a that's a racist term and what is, what does rugged individual means the individual is a primary unit self reliance Independence and autonomy are valued, high valued. Individuals are to be in control of their environment. You get what you deserve. They say you shouldn't think like that if you're black. You get rid of it, that. that's just white supremacy. They say get rid of the family structure. It's just a way to keep you down, man. It's just a way to keep you down. White man's keeping you down by making you believe that family matters. The nuclear family is not real, it's not good. The husband's the breadwinner, ahead of the household. That's terrible. Remember, three quarters of every black kid grows up in a one-parent household. And if you look at the stats, uh, highest majority, I wouldn't say 100%, but I'm pretty sure it's in the 90s, of prisons are made up of people who were raised in fatherless households. Look it up, look it up. Emphasis on scientific method is racist too. Being objective, rational, linear thinkings, racist, cause and effect. This whole radio show I'm doing right now, the natural history of black history, uh, believes that I am being racist by talking about cause and effect relationships. <laughs> uh, history is, of course, based on Northern European immigrants. Do you see what I'm saying? Why does this matter? Because when these beliefs become prevailing beliefs, there's a huge effect. How about this one? ESPN anchor Sage Steele, beautiful black woman. Oh, she gorgeous. She's beautiful. She was not included in the network's recent special on race because she wasn't considered to be black enough by certain of her colleagues. She said uh, she didn't believe the same as other black people, and so it wouldn't be good to have her on the show. I mean, think about that. Here's a black woman who's told by other black people that she's not black enough because she believes in God, because she believes in standing for the flag. And she said, I found it sad that for all of us that any human being should be allowed to define someone's blackness. She says, quote, growing up biracial in America with a black father and a white mother, I have felt the inequities that many, if not all black and biracial people have felt being called a monkey, the N-word, having ape sounds made as I walked around, by words and actions that all of us know sting forever. Most importantly, trying to define who is and isn't black enough goes against everything we are fighting for in this country, and only creates more of a divide. Ladies and gentlemen, there's a cause and effect, and everything we do or do not do is driven by our beliefs. you got to get this. That's why we do this radio show you got to take a look and make sure you're building your arguments on truth. And look at the other side. There's always more than one way to look at something. And if you're secure in what you believe, then you can step out of those beliefs and see what's on the other side. You are under construction on the Like It Matters radio network. I am Mr. Black, helping you become more hopeful about your future, reminding you, when you live your life like it matters, it does. It does. And the dude minds.
2: This it will does. not stand, you know? This aggression will not stand, man. Over the line! Party's over.
0: Most of the actual fighting will be done by small robots. <laughs> into the timeshare lies. I can tell you that I had a four-year experience with a timeshare corporation who did nothing but lie to
3: me. That swapping locations was easy.
5: They made this sound that it, this would be a really good deal that i could go anywhere anytime i wanted to that never worked out
3: timeshare lies thousands of timeshare owners know the feeling i'm chuck mcdowell founder of wesley financial group 10 years ago i worked for the largest timeshare company in the world when i learned the truth about what they were selling i quit my job and instead became the pioneer in helping folks get out of their timeshare contracts legally i understand that trusting anyone after buying a timeshare is a difficult task That's why I guarantee if we can't cancel your timeshare contract, you'll pay nothing.
0: For a free information kit on how to cancel your timeshare, call Wesley Financial Group now, 800 605